Hey folks, Sean here, and in this episode, I want to talk to you more about how to set up and design your B2B SaaS tiers for your users that is going to provide them with the best options and give you the ability to capture the most value, as well as when it's the right time to consider creating a custom tier for those users that don't fit nice or neatly into any of the tiers that you've created. So in the beginning, you're probably thinking that you need to design different tiers that have different access to features or functionality that your users may want and are expected to pay a premium for if they're going to need that functionality. However, this is hard to do in the beginning because you haven't had the opportunity to validate precisely what those differences should be. So my recommendation in the beginning is to start with the basics and really the foundation of the reason why you built the B2B SaaS product to begin with. What is the successful outcome that your target market is looking for? That needs to be common in the options that are available. And that should come from the research or the information that you already know about your target market. So once you know that, then you should be able to move forward with setting that as the foundation. Beyond that, you may be able to adjust for some slight differences. I like to propose that there are different tier options in the beginning, but more specifically for price testing, as in what is the sensitivity and price that my user may be interested in for this B2B SaaS product that I'm building? And I create an option of separate tiers, oftentimes that's built into the landing page before I've even built the product. That way I'm able to capture leads and people are prospects or customers are, have the opportunity to share with me which of those options they might choose if they're priced differently. Now, beyond that, as you start getting feedback from your users that are using the product once it's available for them, then they will start providing you with feedback and you can be more proactive in asking for it in terms of what other features of functionality would they like to see. Now for my podcasting product that I'm building at the moment, I have been asking for this as I've been sharing updates in terms of what features and functionality have recently been added to the product experience. And I get a couple of people that raise their hand and say they're interested in sharing some feedback along the way. Also the support channel is a great place to ask for these questions. <laughs> if you get some feedback through there, that can be really helpful as well in terms of what other functionality may be valuable. Plus, some of your users may be willing to spend time with you outside of just asynchronous email or something like that on a phone call or maybe a video chat to share with you way more about what it is, how they're using your product, what they could stand to benefit from if you were to build in a particular direction, and that can influence you in terms of do you go deeper into a particular target market. That's how I knew for sure in terms of where I wanted to go with my podcasting product. Last thing I want to mention, and I'm going to talk more about this in future episodes too, is even after you have the kind of data you need to better understand what the tiers are that you should create, and that will become clearer over time and you can continue to add to it, there may be users who are asking for functionality beyond what those options provide. Like for example, my product is metered usage in that the more our customers use our product, even on the higher tiers, the more expense we incur. As such, I can't really create an unlimited tier, but I'm getting requests for that. As such, I'm going to first better understand what the use case is from that user and then look to create them potentially a custom tier. Then over time, as I get more of those requests, I'll have a better understanding in terms of whether or not that custom tier I created, how well does that fit? Or maybe that has a variable that I can plug in that fits well for any of those users that request one. Over time, 
as I identify the patterns there, I could figure out whether or not that becomes a new tier or it replaces a current tier that I already have. So that's what I recommend to stay lean as part of this process to make sure that you're not going too far or building a ton of functionality into your product to try to meet all of the use cases under the sun because you're going to be pulled in multiple directions in the beginning. So one of the keys is to keep it simple. That keeps your development costs lower. That helps you ship more into the product faster and will help you grow and achieve kind of the milestones that you're looking for more quickly. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.